0: Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran. (laughs)
1: You have
2: lifted our nation, Ghana, at several important moments. You've taught us to believe and to see the best in each other. Your birthday deserves to be a national holiday because you are a special treasure. For all you have done, may the love you've shown to others return to you multiplied. We wish you the happiest of birthdays and many, many years so that lots more get the chance to appreciate you as much as we do thank you so much prof
3: thank you very much that's okay. very sweet of you Pro- the poem was originally written by joanna fuchs and it was adapted by us for your 70th so what is it 70 years ago in Accra, ghana A star. right so that was the the celebration of Professor Atukokai in the show that we call The Legends of Our Time. My guest for tonight, as we celebrate Professor Atukokai, um contemplate or discuss the festival of ideas and everything in between, is my own brother, Mr. George Ofusuin, the CEO of Bond. George is also celebrating Bond at 10. It's amazing that we get to yeah. <laughs> celebrate so many things. George, welcome to Springboard. Thank you. Thank you, Albert.
4: Thank you so much. Thank you very um,
3: much. Now, what do you think of the thoughts of Prof? Interesting that we did a show and he was the first person we celebrated. And he says, listen, don't wait till people die before you say nice things about
4: them. I I, uh, I actually share the same sort of you know um, sentiments. And I... I believe that the best way is what he, he did indicate: celebrate the people when they are alive. Right. Somebody who was so big, both locally and internationally, clearly he had, you know, a very good way of putting it: celebrate the people while they are alive. Right. So what, what was your personal
3: fondest mem- memory of Professor Tigoga?
4: I I actually saw him as somebody who had a penchant for speaking his mind on any issue it didn't matter what it was Mm -hmm. and he will voice out his feelings so strongly it doesn't matter who you are it will resonate and you will take something away he's somebody who he was somebody excuse me who anywhere that he found himself he became more like the center of attention because he had a way of you know producing words Mm -hmm. and you know the best way of communicating is ensuring that people who are listening can connect that 's what I found so interesting about him right and um, me bring on
3: the registrar self comfort you, 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 you shared that poem about Aukiokai on, on that day, and he said you were breaking his monopoly because obviously he's the one who says poems about people, and on that day you shared you shared a poem um, that you had adopted for him. Um, what what was your own what was your own picture, perspective of the man at Goga?
2: Well prof was prof was uh, I would say a gem. Prof was someone that you could relate to. You know, when 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 my father was alive he had grey hair and grey beard. Mm. So whenever I saw prof I saw my father <laughs> So, so I mean, I, 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 I really, really related to him, to the family, to you know, and and I because I sometimes when the spirit moves me, I write poetry. I, 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 I had oh. to, I, 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 I enjoyed the 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 breath that he brought to the, the life that he brought to words. And I remember as a child reading uh, my father reading uh, local Logarism with me. I remember going through all that an- anthology. So I've gone through his 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 words over and over again. Mm-hmm. So from a child, from my childhood, he has influenced me. And then when I grew up, God God gave us the opportunity to get close to him and the family. And so I really, really sympathize with the with the, with the wife and children at this right. moment. And I just say that I'm glad we got the opportunity to celebrate him before he left. Right.
3: Right, and and, and it's it's something we're going to continue doing because his legacy lives on in a huge way. Several different schools, different institutions celebrating one person who deposited so much in our lives. Let me bring us the song um, Up Where We Belong by Baby and Sissy, and um, when we finish, we'll talk about the Festival of Ideas. Uh, Please don't go away. Right. Well, while Matthew gets us the song, I am, I'll, 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 I'll switch the song to you. Right. So, it's seventeen minutes past the hour of um, seven o'clock, and if you just joined us, we were trying, we were capturing our moments that we spent with Professor Tugokani, and basically, we want to remember him as the one who was the wind beneath our wings and. Every single event, every single activity that you you did, you would find him there, present to lend his support. All right. So we'll come back and play that song before the show is out. But it's 32 days to the Festival of Ideas 2018. Every single year, we have a big gathering in Ghana's foremost business conference, bringing together business leaders, thought leaders, to deliberate on a chosen theme. And this year, we are talking about leveraging technology, um, strategy, and smart solutions. And why is it even important to have a festival, to have a session where people gather to brainstorm about the way forward? I mean, how critical is it to bring together thought leaders and business leaders to, to to fashion out best practices and to challenge each other about how to get to the top? Why would you? Why would people even invest in attending a program like the Festival of Ideas, George? You've been with us. Um, in different platforms and you travel around the world and attend these conferences in different places. You listen to some of my favorite speakers yeah. speak in these yeah. conferences and what as you celebrate 10 years of your own organization, how important has um, have these business conferences been to you as a leader?
4: Uh, thank you. Uh, and um, before, before we even get there, I, uh, I'd like to commend you for the choice of um, topic for this particular, you know, festival of ideas, I think it is the right time, and it is because of the fact that you know technology has become you know something that you can't you know avoid in the current you know business environment, and it's moving so fast. It is important for all of us to be attentive and to look at how we can connect and use technology to actually develop ourselves. Now, coming to what you ask me about, um, I think that. Anytime I actually get an encounter with you on Festival of Ideas, it reminds me of a particular program that I've been attending for the past 10 years. It actually happens in New York every year, and it's called the World Business Forum. Um, there's a company called World Business you know, Forum that brings together a total of about 3,000 participants, and they put together speakers that are Gurus, I must say, in their various fields. It lasts, you know, th- um, three days. And during that period, there's a lot of information that is shared. Okay. And it actually covers most of the things that are topical as far as the current, you know, um, environment is concerned. So I'm connecting that to the Festival of Ideas. And I think that you are doing exactly what happens on the international scene. And it's a wonderful thing to do. Right. The, the, the advantage of this is that you actually, within a certain short period, you are given ideas in relation to the things that are happening. That is one. Two, you have the benefit of networking with the champions in the particular industries which are being you know, uh, put together. Right. And I think that it is the way to go. And I'm hoping that this will continue and you have the benefit of increasing the number of people who you can bring together to benefit from it. Absolutely. Yeah. I-
3: interestingly, we're playing back three years ago at the end of the festival. We combined the fourteen top lessons from the festival, um, lessons from people like Professor Vikraman from the um, Harvard uh, Yale. Sorry, who came to and um, yes, and it was interesting that we when we finished compiling those fourteen. Within less than six months, a lot of the predictions had come to pass, no several of them. And no these are things that we have the voices, we have the timelines, and we can play back. Last year in the morning, there was a very, very interesting debate, and I remember it so well, the thoughts that were shared in that debate. And looking back a year from, from then, I realized how pertinent they were. Last two years... And I'm going to play back last two years in a minute. Last yeah. two years, I recall a very interesting debate in the evening, and at the centre of that debate was um, was um, Jimmy um, Jim Baden. Mm. and then um, then 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 CEO of fidelity was um, Ed, 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 Ed- 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 Edward Edward, and then on on the on the on the right hand side, I remember very well MTN with um, Evan. Um, sitting there and the discussion was about timeliness of information by the power of technology and how your dashboard should be able through technology to tell you exactly what is happening in the market every minute, every hour. And I recall a point that Ibn made about, um, and I'm talking about, um, the boss of MTN yes. at the time. Yes. yes. He made about, Ibn Zasanti made yeah. about the, ability from his dashboard to compile every single transaction being made at Mobile Money across the nation on his dashboard. And he he made a joke and said, Edward, I know how much comes to your bank. (laughs) (laughs) But ultimately, I left that conference with very clear ideas about how the game yeah, plan had yeah. changed and how the board yeah. had changed and how the landscape had changed. When you sit in your strategy sessions, does technology feature more prominently now than ever before in product development, in competitive competition, in your planning, in your communication?
4: Do you find that it's almost like literally pervasive in everything that you do? Uh, Albert, I'll say that, you know, for Bond, technology has become more like the most important, you know, aspect of everything that we do. We keep talking about the fact that Right now, banking is no more where you go. Banking is what you do. The, the, the understanding is that there isn't any reason why you should wake up in the morning and say you are going to the bank. Everything that you require from the bank is actually available on one, you know, um, platform or the other. Right. Your, your smartphone, your laptop or your iPad. This is where the the world is going to. And we keep saying that we want to be in the forefront because as much as possible, we want to be part of the story. And all that we are trying to do is to create a cashless society and to make sure that transactions can actually run on technological platforms instead of physical interactions. We'll be talking about the eight drivers, the eight drivers that
3: shift the landscape, that create competitive advantage and that give you that give you strength over whoever is trying to navigate their way ahead of you. The eight things that drive customer decisions about whether to go to you or to the competitor. I'm going to list you that eight in just a couple of minutes. But let me listen to the thoughts of Ebenezer Asante shared on building leadership capacity at the Festival of Ideas. And this was in the year 2018. Let's listen to him for a couple of minutes. Please don't go away.
5: Having a clear plan and building a plan also with clear futures in mind. So scenario planning is very, very important. You do not say that I have a plan without also answering some of the tough questions, what if. And if you have a mathematical mind like mine, you may even want to assign probabilities. And then when you have have assigned probabilities, you are able to choose the most predictable future. Build a plan based on scenarios and build a plan based on contingencies. If you really want to build leadership capacity, you need to understand your stakeholders and you must painfully map a clear plan for them. Because the stakeholders, if I take my industry, the stakeholders are the people shaping policy and the future of this industry. And I need to be there when they are planning so that I can also influence that future And influence it not in a selfish manner, but in a manner that will benefit the country and also benefit my company. You need to show bias for and also developing capable team. The team you inherit is the team you have. Even if you recruit, it will not be more than 3% of the team you inherit. So you must have the ability to build a formidable team and then take the team from one level of execution and delivery, strategic understanding and contest to another level based on the future. And when the time comes for you to select or nominate possible successors, do not nominate successors who are just like you because your time will not be the very future they will be facing. As a leader, you must also read the future and nominate people who are capable of confronting that future much better than you can do. So it's more like stepping outside of yourself. Because oftentimes we make the mistakes and get people similar to us, the priest, singers, Closer. And the new showers, we make sure we keep them at a distance. That is not leadership. You cannot build capacity through that. Right.
3: So those are the thoughts of Eben Asante. And and, and George, the one point you made that I would like to quickly come to you to. He says, please avoid the temptation to bring around you people who are just like you. It, it, I, hear, I hear that point being made by different stakeholders and different experts how, how big a temptation is that i mean i I realize, recognize this as a major temptation because you are attracted by people who think like you behave like you and but but it's also perceived as a danger to the business. What do you think about that
4: i think I think iben is is right and it's a natural human you know tendency, tendency. right you would drift in the direction of people who normally behave and think like you right but I, I think that the important thing is to be able to actually Push yourself into the future and understand clearly what the future presents and be able to identify who in particular will be able to function during the period that you are are looking at. The, 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 The job of the leader is to make sure that you are very clear on the path going into the future right talking about the past let me bring you the thoughts of um
3: Kweku just briefly you yes. thought about designing a clear roadmap, and i, I, I like the thoughts of Kweku because he was very definite about what he wanted to do with his life right. and he says that he actually walked into the bank and went straight to the md and said what does it take to become an md i mean <laughs> and i asked last year I, yeah, I, 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 I asked um i asked a lineup of CEOs, what would you do if somebody walked into your office and said they want to be empty? And none of them was offended. I mean, they said, cool, I'll yeah. tell them what it takes. Yeah. As yeah. simple as that. I was surprised. I thought it would be like getting yourself fired. <laughs> no. yeah. All right, so let's listen to Keku <laughs> Gaudi briefly on designing a, a personal roadmap to leadership.
6: What I'm going to share with you is a framework. If you can situate your personal roadmap in that framework then your chances are enhanced. And this framework is based on my reflection of my own career and what I've done with my time over the years to get to where I am today. So I can only share the framework that I think works reasonably well, irrespective of location, irrespective of country, geography, I'm fairly confident that it is universal. Before you embark on your journey, you must do a lot of introspection. And even as you are on your journey, continue to do some introspection. You should know yourself. What are you? What are you not? Under what conditions are you at your best? What comes easily to you without much effort? That's the path that you must chart. Don't try to be what you are not. So it's important that you continue to do that introspection all the time. The second thing that I want you to re- always do is begin with the end in mind. Don't stumble into your destiny.
3: Ex- exciting point about beginning with the end in mind. And George, again... The roadmap is about beginning with the end in mind, and that's when he spoke about um, knowing exactly what what he wanted to do and, and going for it. But he speaks about introspection and just being who you are. Let me hear your thoughts on that. How critical is it? I mean, introspection, knowing yourself, and and trying not to be somebody else. I mean, I mean, Saul gave David his armor and said, "Go yeah. fight with my weapons." He says, "Charlie, let me stay
4: with what I'm used <laughs> to, what I know, right. what I do best." How critical is that in the leadership journey? It, it 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 is very important because before you step out, you need to be able to actually indicate to yourself exactly who you are. I think part of the problem that we have as human beings is that normally we really don't understand who we are. And you know that um, you know um, Simon Senek always talks about the fact that there are quite a number of leaders who don't have a clue exactly where they are, where where they are, Mm -hmm. and where they are supposed to get to. And he demonstrates it very well any time that he he talks about this subject. He's very passionate about it. And I think it starts with what, you know, he just talked, Mr. Bedouin just talked about. You need to understand who you are. And it starts with introspection, because you, as a human being, you need to be able to assess and be able to identify clearly what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are. So what's your biggest strength, George? My biggest strength is ability to communicate and to connect with people and I enjoy it very much. How,
3: know, uh, how has it helped you, I mean communication and connection, how, how has it helped you in building your
4: business to this point? I, I actually started you know, um, in, in the banking world and when I started my main objective was how to develop myself and developing myself meant that I needed to connect to people, ask questions that was one of the things that I actually started doing. Ask people, what do you do? How do I get to understand what you are doing? In the process of doing that, you actually develop yourself. And it helps a lot in whatever you know endeavor that you, you, you get yourself involved in. Brian Tracy talks about the fact that when he started sales, he decided that he wanted to be a good salesperson. So what he did was that he identified a very good salesperson, went to him and asked him, how do I become like you? Yeah. And the person took him through all the processes. He talks about the fact that in this world, nature is not biased. Nature is not biased in the sense that if you follow the rules, you will get the result. So if you want to be a salesperson, just like you indicated um, a while ago, that there are certain number of things that you are going to share. If you go through those processes, there is absolutely no reason why you should not get the result that you're looking for. Okay, let me take the last insert from Media
3: Kutu. Um, then, um, um, Managing Director of Unilever, let me just hear her thoughts on building key competencies you, you, you've spoken slightly about it let me just play a minute of Mehdi's thoughts and then I'm going to tell you who's going to be on this year at the Festival of Ideas and ask the registrar what went into the selection of resource persons and even more importantly how one can participate in the Festival of Ideas Media Akutu sharing on developing key competencies these are playbacks of previous editions of the Festival of Ideas, please don't go away
2: ...in your hands. And for her new book, Yusa has again looked
5: at... ...it is more about what behaviours are they demonstrating, what competences are they demonstrating, which, if applied to future events where they're given greater responsibilities, one can anticipate that they're likely to be successful... We look at basically three competency areas to determine if a person has high potential, and that's judgment, drive, and influence. It sounds very simple, but those three competencies can hold you back from the next level of management.
3: Judgment, drive, and influence – three competencies that will take you from the middle belt to the top belt i found out um, george that over the past few years and come forward to bear me out on that increasingly we've had more numbers attending the morning session and the reason is because the mo- the, the, the morning session is targeted at the middle okay. belt so definitely there are many more people there than the evening which is the ceos the directors and the, and the, and the top management and so one organization can bring um, 20 people, 25 people and they want to make sure all their departments all the potential top management personnel are there because the things that are shared saves you from years of pain and she's talking about judgment, drive and influence as being the things that you look out for in selecting a leader. Let me ask you have you thought about succession yourself in terms
4: of leadership or bond? Yes I have um, in fact, any leader who doesn't think about secession is actually going um, to have problems because um, you don't live forever, um, the, the, the company would, I'll leave you. And one of the, the the jobs of a great leader is to find you know, a good person or a good group of people to take over when you leave the scene. So I've right. thought about secession. And, and it's and something that we actually... Put together as an institution, there's a clear plan for succession for every single level, including my level. So, do these
3: factors Judgment drive
4: influence. Do they are they factors that you consider in a yes, point? especially influence and drive. Right. Influence I consider to be one of the most important things for every leader. Because I always say that leadership is actually about influence. Leadership is about getting people to do what you actually ask them to do based on an indication of a destination that they are very clear about. Right. For me, that is what simply it means. So if you don't have the ability to influence and drive, things. then you are only going to be what John C. maswell calls level one leadership. Right. People are following you because they don't have a choice. Right.
3: <laughs> that
4: is that that is real bad leadership. You are looking for level five leaders, where people follow you because they want to follow you and they share in the vision that you are talking about. Right. Yes. And that is influence. So
3: final question on this one. Um, yes. What one thing, I mean, we've talked about attributes that you reward, influence, drive. You've talked about what you look out for. Yes. What is the one thing that you don't want to see as a leader that if anyone is around you and they want to have a future around you, they should avoid? I think it's important we talk about that one
4: oh, as Oh, well. yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. And, and, and the one thing is apathy. Right. Yeah. And I always say that in this world, One of the biggest problems that we have is that people have become smarter. People have become, you know, more capable of hiding their real intentions because of development. Now, it is not very easy for you to identify that. If you are a leader and you've been around long enough, you will be able to pick these things, you know, from wherever they are actually hiding. That is one of the biggest problems. Apathy kills drive and it kills other people who are even motivated
3: 33 minutes past the, 38 minutes are of of 7 o'clock if you just joined us? this is the this is the spring boy of virtual university and we are hanging out with George Ofosuhine, the CEO of Bond, as we first celebrated Atukwe Okane, Professor Atukwe Okai, who's been a very big part of the Springboard family and also took time to look at the Festival of Ideas over the years. I'm going to ask my boss to just walk me through some of the key highlights of what this year's festival brings, and then we'll be turning our attention to you. Um, a few other things that we should be looking out for this is a Springboard adventure Virtual University brought to you by Legacy and Legacy Enjoy 99.7 FM proudly sponsored by Echo Bank the Pan-African Bank MTN Ghana's number one network and Central University Ghana's premier private university I'm going to tell you a few things about our sponsors in a minute but come forth Against the backdrop of what the festival has done over the years what what should people look out for especially in terms of the sessions and the speakers
2: well, as um, it was indicated earlier, we're talking about technology, strategy, and um, leveraging technology and strategy. So then what the key things that we are looking at for are how are, is technology helping us in that functional areas in organizations? Because this is, this is focusing on businesses. So how is technology helping us in, in, in organizations? What are things that people need to stop doing? I mean, people need to stop um, um, basing their their, their success on because it has become outmoded and also it's also because it's no longer um, giving them the the rewards or the the kind of thing that they're looking for in the organizations. And and additionally, what we're also looking at is that what are the things that would help you in your your functional area? So those are the three things that we're going to focus on for the, business, the the Festival of Ideas. So we would have the morning session, which has um, a, um, a plenary session with um, um, Mrs. Um, Elsie Awazi um, of um, Bank of Ghana. She'll be, she'll be talking about compliance. We'll have the Honorable Reverend. You know, she'll be, she'll be talking about um, strategy. And then we'll have our breakout sessions. Then we'll have 10 breakout sessions. We'll look at things like budgeting. We'll look at things like um um, compliance, again, we'll look at corporate governance or good go- governance. We'll look at, um, um, um tech, um, t- we'll, we'll, look at, um, inf- uh, technology. We'll look at corp- uh, communications. We'll look at, uh, marketing. And we'll look at different areas. And because we have these breakout sessions into groups of 25, you know that as you go there, you go to somewhere that you are interested in. You are able to sit down and brainstorm, and this is going to go on for about an hour and a half. So, if there's something that you don't really understand in a particular place, this is a forum for you to sit down to ask the questions that are burning in your mind and find out what kind of technologies are working in this area and what can be done to enhance that part of 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 your of your work. So that is what um, is going on in Festival of Ideas 20. 18. All right. Thank
3: you very much, Comfort. And so if you have not as yet found out about the Festival of Ideas or signed up, the number to call at all times, 024-9999-555. Springboard your Virtual University reviewing the past, situating the present, and projecting into the future. And so we've been talking about the Festival of Ideas. Let me just rehash a few of the pillars of the Festival of Ideas 2018. So in the morning session... Um, I'll be speaking about the future of jobs, uh, George, based on a research by the World Economic Forum that says that in the year 2020 and beyond, some jobs will disappear. We'll be looking at which jobs will be relevant and which jobs will just simply fade out and how people can make themselves relevant enough to stay in, even if their are, they are, um, industry or their particular job shrinks significantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if a company had to select, let's say, a particular function at 30 people playing it and the company had to select five, what to do to gain in in the five that will be selected? How, based on interviews with different CEOs, based on research by Deloitte, the World Economic Forum, and different authorities globally, what companies look for in selecting the few that will remain, even if everybody else goes? Well, I'll be talking about that one. Elsie, what we'll you we talking about compliance and best practices? Franklin, Asari, um, we'll be talking about the future of um, the. Pillars of the digital economy, how the digital economy looks different from everything else that we've been doing in the past. And in the breakout, we've talked about finance and budgeting, human capital development, project management, sales and marketing, and our speakers include Eva Menz of the Ministry of Finance, Amma Bene Amponsa from MTN, who will talk about HR. Um, Kenneth Ashibi, who will talk about project management. Gladys Amwa, who will talk about sales and marketing. Reta Abachegna from Ecobank, who will talk about corporate communications and public relations. And then also, Stanford, to talk about good governance. And then there's a session on procurement, supply chain, and logistics management by my friend Ibrahimon, very critical. And then the final one that almost everybody wants to attend, social media as a strategic communications tool. Many companies say, we want to start a social media unit, and you don't even have one. You don't even know where to start from. And that will be handled by Naoyuki So that's for the morning session. The breakouts are big. Everybody wants to be in those breakout sessions. In the evening, the main speakers for the evening – Kweku, our chief CEO of TALO, will talk about the changing phase of management strategy. And Yolanda Cuba, um, um from Vodafone will talk about technology as an enabler or a disruptor. Is it enabling or disrupting you in particular? We'll find out and then we'll talk about how to make sure it's an enabler for you. And then we'll have a, that big colloquium where all the leaders there, all the CEOs and leaders come together and brainstorm about how to make technology an enabler no matter what business we do. And then the final keynote address will be by Dr. Mensal interspersed with dinner and then, of course, with music. Let me formally present to you, George, as a a, a partner and somebody who has sent your teams (laughs) over the years. Let me hand over to you your formal invitation (laughs) to the Festival of Ideas. This one is to the VVIP, uh, as a VVIP guest about uh, the Festival of Ideas. And let me also hand the show over over to you to finish. I mean... Well, as we celebrate Springboard at ten I think it would be, be nice to have your guest conclude the show instead of you concluding it. So imagine that you are hosting the show and take away from here. It's ten minutes to the hour of of eight o'clock and I'm done with the show for today. So my guest for tonight becomes the host for tonight,
4: George Ofusuhini. George let's try you hosting the show. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Thank you very much. Um it is it's 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 not easy to do that. I, I can see clearly that, you know, I mean sitting on the other side. It's very clear that you know it's a very difficult thing to do. But I think that um it is important that I step in at this time and um I have a very important message for for listeners and um it is important that I share this message with, with listeners. I think that um Reverend Albert Okran you've been a remarkable man of God. You've been also an advocate of excellence in all human endeavors. Uh, it's one of the, 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 the things that I always identify you with. Because anything that you talk about, you always make a point about excelling. That Whatever you are doing, make sure that you actually excel in it. I also think that you've been an inspiration to a lot of people, myself included. And I consider you to be a perfect example of a modern entrepreneur. If I look at the way you, yeah, yeah, no, but but, uh, (laughs) wherever you are, you preach entrepreneurship, and you can't run away from that. Even the way you preach is always connected to how people can improve their lives, and I think that it is important that we celebrate you very much. I talk about the fact that. Before I actually became so close to you, I was looking for an opportunity to meet you. Because one of the things that I do is that I choose the people that I want in my network. And I go out looking for the people. This is something that we have discussed before. Right. That you want some particular people to be in your network for purposes of... I had a, a very, had, a, had a very interesting debate with you, about that, about
3: I see. this subject. Yeah. We were on two, two different schools of thought. <laughs> I I believed in deliberately hunting. Yes, yes, yes. And, and, and we had a very interesting debate. Yes, about.
4: I know that you and I share that, that there's a the need for deliberate hunting. <laughs> right. <laughs> the reason why I'm saying all this is that your 50th birthday is around the corner. And I think that listeners and students of Springboard are not aware of this. They are not aware that The great man that they've been listening to is about to celebrate his 50th birthday. And we're all very happy. We're all very, very excited about it. To join God in thanking, you know, him for, you know, bringing somebody like you into our lives. Thank you for what you've done over the period. We wish you a fantastic birthday. We wish you long life. We wish you prosperity. We wish you All that you wish for yourself and more. And we want to see more people positively affected by the kind of things that you have been doing over the period. Thank God for your life. Thank God I'm dark, so you can't see my blush. You know what?
3: I, I, somebody asked me, so tomorrow, what, what, what will you do? I said, Charlie. By the grace of God, it's fallen right in the middle day number twenty-six of our fast. Yeah. So, for me, to be honest, I I, I count myself very blessed, George, to, yeah. to be able to thank God for His kindness towards me. I was telling somebody this week, comfort, that the moment we. We, we begin to think of ourselves as, a, as achievers. We miss it completely mm-hmm. because when you sometimes look at your hometown, everybody has a hometown sure. and if you really are not disconnected from there, you will go there and find people there that you sometimes think, Charlie, but for God's kindness, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would have been just like them yes. and I'm not seeing this to denigrate anyone but yes. you will find people who are Closely connected to you, who haven't gone to school yeah. sometimes, yeah. and yeah. you find people who are severely disadvantaged. Yeah. Or you think back on your life, and at a point in your life, you made a terrible mistake that, if God had not intervened, yeah. that would have cut short your education Perfect. or cut short your progress in a significant way. And Perfect. you are humbled, and you begin to realize that actually, it's not because you are very smart, or yeah. it's just because God it is, has considered yeah. you. <laughs> it's just by God's grace. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that those are the yeah. thoughts that are on my yeah. mind today. And like, hey, Suddenly I can see a lot of <laughs> young men around. But the, tr- the truth about it, uh, George is that I am constantly reminded that I'm a product of God's grace. And that will yeah, never change. Yeah. So tomorrow, it's, for me, is about thanking yeah, God. Yes. And then, then,
4: then, then we, we, are, we are actually happy to celebrate with you. Um, when I received the invitation, I was humbled. Because, you know, you actually addressed me as... My true brother. And for me, that was the... childhood. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the rest of the message, I didn't read it. I, was her, I loved it. My true brother. Right. Which for me was so humbling. All Thank right. Thank you so much for doing that. Right. Yeah. So just... just we, 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 we actually have um, Mr. Kelly Gajepo on the line. Oh, no, don't <laughs> tell me. <laughs> who, who wants to say a few words yeah, relating to what we are going to celebrate tomorrow? The one and only... My brother... Oh, Kelly, 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 (laughs) Kelly, Kelly, Kelly.
1: God bless you. Amen. God has actually blessed us with you. The springboard idea, to my mind, is one of the best ideas in the last decade that we've had come to Ghana. And you have, with you... And with comfort, you have shepherded it beautifully. And on this occasion of your, effectively, jubilee. My brother, are you there?
3: I'm here. I'm very much here. Listening with representation. Jubilee, yeah.
1: 50. So we thank God for your life. We thank God for your... Contribution, we absolutely ask for his mercy and his blessings and his favor uh, in the days of your life and that of my sister Corport also and the family. Thank may you so grow much. Growing strength, may it continue to be long. Absolutely, but seriously, uh, the Springboard idea, to my mind, is one of the best innovations. May you continue to grow in your innovation also.
3: Thank you so much, Kelly. I, You know you're somebody I truly, truly, truly Enjoy
1: admire and, and appreciate. <laughs> Enjoy your day. I was saying to somebody that I started, I think, if I can say so, as a mentor and now I'm a mentee. So happily so <laughs> Kelly you are very kind. <laughs> yeah, very kind. Well, grow from strength to strength. Okay? Thank you so much, sir. All right. Stay well.
3: My brother, thank you.
1: Enjoy tomorrow. I right, salute
3: you, sir. All right. All right. God, God, bless, you. God bless you too Kelly. Oh, bye bye. Now that was special. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That was really That was special. And I, yeah, I, I have about eight, if my numbers count, all right, about eight of my my younger brothers in the studio. What are the ladies? It's tomorrow,
2: right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Saying
3: happy birthday. Don't want to Happy birthday to you.
2: Happy birthday Why are you you
1: voice like a trumpet. Happy birthday Happy birthday to you you now. May God bless you now. May God bless
3: you now. May God bless you now. now. It's one minute to eight o'clock and let me introduce from my left, Pastor Antony Labi. Okay, so you take the microphone, just your name, and then we can wrap up with that one. Pastor Antony Labi, thank you so much for coming. Albert Cousy Hey, friend, man. we're a hard guy
6: Jeremiah Bobbin
3: <laughs> Naughty boy
6: Stephen Anna, he's a friend Thank you I you know, we're man John, Amar I saw you this morning. You Didn't say anything. <laughs> let, me, let,
3: me thank, let me thank. the next generation of of of, of emerging leaders, speakers, and, and and motivators for coming into the studio to share this moment with me. comfort You are behind this, in front of this, and around I have this. No clue. All right. So, so guys, tomorrow. Tomorrow is a Thanksgiving service. I'm sure you know that. Um, It's at the Open Heavens ICGC um, at at Agerigano. It's just a Thanksgiving service. That's all I want. No party, nothing. No. are fasting. So just thank God. Just thank God for 50 years of his grace. And I really thank all of you who have contributed to my life. And, George, let me give
4: you the last word, 30 seconds. Just to say thank you to the Almighty for what you just said the grace that he has visited on you. We wish you all the best. We wish that you continue to have this creative capability to bring on board continuously new things that will affect the next generation. Positively. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And my thanks to the Walk With Jesus team for
3: giving me one minute of your time. <laughs> we'll continue in the lobby, so let's leave the studios. And I want to say, next three weeks, we are celebrating Springboard at 10. 10 years of a university. starting on the 4th of August, and next three weeks to be a big show. Chatting the future of this intervention so once again on behalf of my virtual academic board superintended over by Comfort with support from Matthew Priscilla, Emmanuel Amos and Nana, my name is Albert Okran, God bless you one, God bless you two, God bless you three, good night
0: Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert N. E. and Comfort Okran A. For free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus two three three two four nine 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 zero zero zero. You may also subscribe to www.albertokran.com, amazon.com.